All right, buddy, you and I, this is our third podcast in 24 hours that we're doing together. Congratulations, a new record for you and I. Leafs Talk, J.D. Bunkus, Sam McKee. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, go go over after. You can see the other podcast that we posted today, <laughs> which was Most Heartbreaking Toronto Sports Memories. Uh, it's there also on the J.D. Bunkus podcast feed. You can find it uh, on all of our socials, at J.D. Bunkus, at Sam McKee. Leafs win, 7-3. Got to say, this was pretty shocking. Leafs coming out on the second half of a back-to-back and absolutely jumping the Rangers, uh, withstanding a just horrific close to a second period, and then finding a way to battle back and close it out. Yeah, I'm stunned. Stunned. Uh, not for yeah. one moment did I see this coming tonight. Uh, we talked about it at length. A schedule loss, you know, flu bug, flu bug, uh, flu bug going through the team. <laughs> you got uh, the flu bug. I don't know. Like if it, I don't know if it was the flu bug or it was the Labatt blue flu swept sweeping through yeah. the the group after a big night with the fathers after Tavares's first uh, uh-huh. thousandth point last night or whatever. But yeah, like you said, it they came out. I don't think the Rangers expected them to have that jump. I think they knew what was going on. Second half of back to back, big emotional night, and the Leafs just were all over them. When have they yep. started on time? Like I know they scored four, but outside of the actual results, they were just way better than they've ever played in the first period all year. Like they were all over them from the drop of the puck. So really impressive, impressive victory tonight. So I, I thought it was just going to be one of those games where the Leafs gave them their best punch early, and then they were dead in the water in the second period. Second period, they started just like, it was prevent defense, baby. It was just flip the puck out of the zone, flip the puck out of the zone. Try to keep the Rangers to the outside. Oh, God, hold on for dear life. Connor Timmons has given up every breakaway chance, bad mm-hmm. penalty, whatever he could do to possibly get the Rangers back into this hockey game. They score on the power play, and then they get one, I think, a minute 56 later, and all I'm thinking is, this is now, a, this is the loss. This is what we expected it to yeah. be. So it's like, what was more shocking to you, the beginning of the first or the beginning of the third? Because both of them caught me by surprise. Well, they get the good start and then they get the power play and they score immediately. And that felt like it took the Rangers right out of the game. Like mm-hmm. there was a, they had one shot on that power play. It was like five seconds into it where they just get the goal, make it five, three. And it really felt like that was the the dagger in the game. Yeah. yeah it, it was the dagger. It just was so quick in that period. Like if they had gone further into this period without that sort of like mental motivation of getting a two goal lead, I definitely could have seen this going sideways. But I think that was just enough for them to kind of push them over the edge and get them through this final frame and obviously get them up to seven goals with an empty netter, which I didn't see coming. But they needed that one early, bud. They needed that one early bad to see something go well after the end of the sec- after the end of the second period. So yeah, it was a nice uh, nice little treat for them because if they didn't get that, I don't know how <laughs> yeah. it would have gone. I really don't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've I've figured out what the identity of this team is tonight. What's that? They're the just enough boys. Just enough. They give just enough. Just enough. Like it's always just enough with these guys, right? Like mm-hmm. that's the whole season about like all the games that they get into overtime. And tonight it's the same thing where it's like they give you just enough at the start of the game and just enough to start the third period to be able to lock up this game. That's been mm-hmm. the entire leaf season, buddy. Is there's never how many games have they given a full 60? The Bruins game? Like yeah. you felt like wow, that was a really complete effort. I'm trying to Nashville, think back. Yeah, Nashville. I mean, Nashville was awful. Like, I can't even really yeah. give them a ton of credit for dominating that team. They should have dominated that team. But yeah, like, I mean, we do so many of these. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. But yeah, I think the Bruins game sticks out to me as a really dominant effort. Probably their best game of the year to this point. Um, but yeah, and outside of that, 
there hasn't been a ton of complete efforts. It's the, no. the fact the fact they're sitting, what are they, two points behind the Bruins or three points behind yeah. the Bruins now? It's pretty That's unbelievable. Like the fact just that we're sitting here. Points. The fact just that we're sitting. Get, oh, sorry. No, no, that's it. It's just, it's just <laughs> enough to get a point, just enough to get two points. It's like that's what they do almost every single night, and that's, that's the way I felt tonight, where it was just like, hey, just enough. They did just enough to get two. Yeah, I think that's a pretty fair way to put it. But I, I am surprised to see where they're sitting here after watching most of this season, the standings mm-hmm. and where they like. I mean, they're firmly in a playoff spot. There was points throughout this season where I was worried about that. Like they're just, they really looked awful for long stretches, as you know, but I think you got to give them a ton of credit. You're calling them the just enough boys, but like the, look at their, what their decor they're running out there. They're on their mm-hmm. third string goalie. Now they've had, you know, I guess the flu bug is a more recent thing. So you're not going to blame that. They've had inconsistencies from some of their players. Like their bottom six was giving them nothing. We've had all these crises throughout this or crises, crises. I don't know. I got the flu uh, crises throughout this year. And here we are sitting with them being in a really good spot heading into the, the the next half part of the season. So I'm really, really surprised. Four points behind the Bruins as of right now. And I think they have a few games in hand because they haven't played many. It's crazy. Yeah. I really can't believe it. Yeah. Um, there's definitely been ways for this thing to fall off the wagon, right? Oh, yeah. And it, it, it has. It's been, it's been a, essentially a real feeling of, hey, uh, you want more, you want more. But again... It's always been just enough to get points. Yeah. That's what it's been for them is they found a way to scrap their way into them. And so, yeah, just, I think that's sort of what the identity of the team is. All I know is bring the dads to more games because maybe they'll start on time with the dads in the, in the building, the dads judging them and those guys do it. yeah, a little accountability from the papas. Yeah. Some yeah, guys on the it. team, you know, less dad presence, more guys on the team with lots of dad presence. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know if you were doing this, but I was clearly, you know, observing the father's uh, dynamic. Not that's so fun. And that's it's, the, it's, it's like the who's part. the alpha? Who's the alpha father? You know, who's yeah. the like? Hi. What's the dynamics between all these other guys? But like, it really felt like a lot of them are just deferring to Matthews. That like that Matthews dad to me seemed like no. the alpha of the dads, even with Ty there. Ty is talking no. to him the whole trip. But everybody That's wants to be near. Everybody wants to be near. Uh, what's is it? Brian? Is it Brian no. Matthews? Everyone wants I, to be around him. Everyone wants to be there with him. I uh, I think Ty is clearly because he played. He's not wearing the jersey. You have to defer to him. But like Brian Matthews is right there with him. He seems like a glue guy in the in the dad's uh, luxury box there. I think he fires it up. I think I think yeah, I, I think he's ready to have a few cocktails in there. Like he's absolutely he's definitely on a short list of the dads that you would expect to be like shots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he's one of the clubhouse leaders of that. But no, I saw a lot of tie with Revo's dad. And oh, yeah. those two seem to be chilling out and being like, school will be tough, huh? Yeah. yeah. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot, a lot of those hangs seem to be going down. What's his sick at punching your son is yeah. sick at punching he's like yeah you were pretty sick at punching too he's like yeah i was sick at punching uh, you better believe it uh yeah those are and then my other dad observation was a lot of shots of Tavares's dad not talking to anybody <laughs> like somebody mix in talking to Tavares's dad for the love of god get him a buddy over there he was just so low the entire trip well he was hanging out with what's his name's dad the goalie's dad jones's dad and they were both just like sitting there 
Yeah. Just, just frowning. Just yeah. frowning. Have a yeah. pop voice. Yeah. Mix it I, up a little bit. I, I had a blast doing dad watch too. Dad watch <laughs> is a thrilling, thrilling component of the dad's trip. I'm 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 big time into it. I, oh, yeah. I can't get enough. Uh, I, I'm glad that those guys ended up getting a win tonight, especially yeah. after you know the Rangers game ends that way. It's tomorrow's, it's a lot Islanders of booing. Game. You know? Islanders game, yeah, yeah. What did I say? Yeah, you said you said Rangers, it's okay. Oh yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, that after the the Islanders game, just maybe you know they got the point. It was an exciting night for Tavares, and I'm glad they mm-hmm. would have gotten to celebrate that. But my guess is that Tavares is the kind of guy where he would rather have the win. Yeah, like in Long Island, he'd like the stats, but he would have loved to get the win and have a game winning goal. Someone pointed out to me actually on Twitter that they should have put him on the ice to start overtime, and I went, "That's actually a great point," and that person is correct. Like Sheldon Keefe should have known what was going on. And throwing Tavares over there to be able to at least get yeah. a shot in overtime. I, I would hear that argument if you didn't have Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, and William Nylander on your team who sure. always who always start overtime. You go with the mm-hmm. gut. You go with the you go with the the hunch. I get it. But to me, there's three guys I want going over the boards first and three on three before Tavares. But I get what they're saying. Well, one of them is David Camp always for him. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, that, I mean, you know my thoughts on that. I can't yeah. stand that. But they didn't. I don't think they. I can't even remember what happened last night. Did they put? Did they put camp out there to start? Can't remember. Anyways, uh, it's it's a bit, it's been twenty four hours. All right. Yeah. Like and again, Leafs you and have, I Leafs did have played again. Leaves have played again. I don't even know what happened. Yeah, I just think that this is another uh, like maybe some of the reason that you notice Matthews' dad more is because Matthews was just the driver of that first mm-hmm. period. Like again, another really dominant performance from him, yeah. where he came out and just said, "Yep, I'm the best player on the ice, and I'm gonna make this game my own." And I'm going to set the tone for this thing. And so, yeah, uh, I thought, again, Austin Matthews, this is kind of the version of him that you want to see. They start on time. They jump out to this lead in large part because he was just a monster again. Did you hear Keith talk about Matthews today? No. He's like, basically said like, yeah, Matthews is trying hard again. And now he's one of the best players in the world again. Like, yeah. It's basically Buddy, that's all it looks like. It was like, people yeah. are like, oh, is he healthy? Like, what's no, going on? Was like, no, he's like, yeah, he's trying. And, and credit Keith, he called him out. I don't know when that yeah. was. Maybe it was before the Bruins game on that Saturday night. Yep. Uh, and he was just like, look, he's got to be better, basically. And he it was a soft call. Out out. Sweden trip, too. Yeah, but it was a soft. It was as, as soft as it gets in terms of call out. You know, it's a it's a yeah. Sheldon Keefe call out. Uh, but like he did it. And ever since then, he's really responded. And tonight he's just breathtaking again. Like he's yeah. just he's starting to look like it's just it's dominant Matthews again. And I just hope that this continues like. We saw this for the first week of the season, right? Where he was unbelievable driving play, hat tricks, like really, really good. But this guy, it went away for a long time. Yeah, it went it away, went away for a long time. It really did. And you know, he's leading the league in goals and he's got he's always gonna find his goals. But the way he played tonight, it wasn't about the goals. He just had the puck on his stick the whole game. Like he was completely dominant the entire time. So awesome game for Matthews. Yeah, I agree. It wasn't even like it, this, just the, how many times in this game did he go end to end, like with a breakout where it was like, yeah. he picked somebody off in the D zone and then he just decided like, okay, cool. I'm going to split these two guys. I will say like, listen, leaves to players, all the credit to them. The first goal of the game, right? Nylander, just beautiful. Just mm-hmm. walked what three guys to split the seam. Just a gorgeous zone yeah. entry for him. Can't say but- Laviolette would have loved that play. No, that's uh, what I'm saying. Though. It was a bit of a fire poker situation. Boys didn't yeah. play much of a body. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If you're going to play that way against the Toronto Maple Leafs, they're going to have moments like that in this game. Yeah. Their players are too good for you to just be reaching with sticks and not trying to put a body on somebody you're engaged. But yeah, dude, that's both of these guys just felt like they were 
completely untouched for so many stretches of the night. And so many of these plays are just like, yeah, their own end that they're starting it and then creating their own high danger chance. Yeah. God, that was nasty. He was so good tonight. So I think the forwards would tell you to be like, Hey, can we please go 11 and seven every night? Because it's mm. just like, they get to play so much more. And what I think I was just looking at the ice times here. Matthews finishes 21 30 Marner plays 22. Uh, William Nylander is just below 20. Like the big boys get to play when it's 11 and seven. So I'm sure they really are a big fan of it, but it just felt like Matthews played the whole game. And that's why I guess when you know, he's really going, it just feels, I remember we've talked about him coming in waves and when he's not on, it feels like he has one good shift to period tonight was a wave night. Matthews was surfing tonight, but he was coming in waves. He was all over it. So uh, a really good night for him. Yeah. Uh, I'd still like to try to find ways where they could maybe limit Riley a little bit more and Brody. Yeah. Like Brody's still over 23 minutes in this game. Riley 22. It's like, whatever. But they did have some pretty big leads. I know they were protecting it late. Ended up mm-hmm. only being two goals. But yeah, felt like those guys played a lot again. There's also, like, this is just something that I'm noticing more and more too, is they just, Brody's given it his all, right? But I'd love yeah. to see him play his proper side for a little while on the team. Like, it's just, it would be so great if they could get a right-hand shot defenseman that you could see Morgan Riley snap a pass over and not feel like it's Brody on his backhand trying to make some kind of like desperation handle and play out what, of the zone. Like what's it like to be matter? Yeah. What's it like to be handcuffed the entire ta- game? Just ask yeah. DJ Brody. Every pass yeah. handcuffs him. He's just like yeah. can't get his hands twisted around enough. It's crazy. Felt like for him tonight. But, but it's amazing how few mistakes like he makes when he's playing like that. I know that he hasn't been as good as he has been in years past. But for playing as offside and playing as much as he does, it's like we don't talk about him because he doesn't make a ton of glaring errors. So no, give, I give him full credit. But yeah, he plays the the whole game handcuffed basically. Like every yeah. pass coming to him, it's it's like in his feet on his back. I know. Like what the hell is happening? This poor and then guy. He just finds a way. There's a four checker on his back, and he's just he's smashing it out of there. He's finding a way to get it back to his defense. Yeah, it's, it really is a feat because yeah. so much of. You know, people are giving credit to McCabe for doing it. And it's like, he doesn't do it nearly as well, but it's just, mm-hmm. it's a nightmare for those two guys every single night when, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're playing with probably, yeah, suboptimal situations, either too many minutes or not a great partner. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the two of them continue to try to make those plays. Uh, by the way, time to talk about McCabe's hit because this is, mm. can I just say the first part of this that just bothers the hell out of me is oh that. My it is a gorgeous hit and I hate the fighting after a clean hit stuff, but for it to be the Rangers of all teams that do this, the Truba team mm-hmm. that bitch and cry every yes. single time. Truba Preach lights it. somebody Preach up it, brother. Preach it. for them to be the crybabies that try to get a fight going. Like for Zibanejad, yeah. like I'm sure part of it is just like the frustration of the night or whatever, or trying oh. to show. <laughs> it's like, dude, yeah. How do you get up? Oh my God. Yeah. Dude, that l- l- reminded me of a hit you would throw in like NHL 07 on X on like Xbox or uh, N64 or whatever. Like it was like a video game hit. It's just, yeah. he's looking, look at that. He's looking yeah. back at his pass terribly and he just gets smoked. And you're right. There's no reason for him to fight. He doesn't have to fight. Zabinajad comes over to him and he's like, okay. I'll take you off the ice. Let's mm-hmm. go. Let's fight. And of course, Abinajad doesn't want to fight. He doesn't want to drop the gloves. He just gets in there for performative, performative uh, 
you know, it was weird though, because they were talking about it on the broadcast. Like, uh, well, that's, you know, McCabe's one of the guys you don't want off the ice. I was like, yeah, they're down. I'm pretty sure they don't want to lose a Benajad. Yeah. I would <laughs> yeah. rather, I would take that trade 10 times at a yeah. 10. You know, like their uh, best 25 sniper. Or 25. Yeah. yeah. They're their best sniper. So, uh, our mutual friend, Dave Fearon sent me a text about that hit. And do you remember on the father's trip? Like, I think this is the last biggest hit since that one for the Leafs when Dion Phaneuf smoked Michael Sauer at me at, at, uh, yes. they like, and that was the fathership as well. And remember they went up to the, 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 uh, the, the, yeah. the luxury box and Fano's dad was like, yeah, yeah, that's my boy. And I don't think Michael I've Sauer played that again. a million times. I don't, I don't think Michael Sauer played again. Like it was like the hardest hit and Bonesy's call. He's like, Oh my God. <laughs> so I just, I don't know what it is about the lease. I don't know what it is about having your dad there, but you guess you just want to light somebody up on the father's trip. And Jake McCabe did it. That's as hard as a hit as I can remember a leaf having in a long time. Like they've had Dude. some good ones this year, but that is a extremely hard hit. This is, this is the part that I was alluding to where I'm torn is I love the hit. Yeah. McCabe loves hunting that hit and he has not been able to land one all year long. Like it's like, what are your favorite things to do? Jake McCabe. He's like, I like jumping up in the rush when nobody expects it. And I like stepping up on somebody at a blue line and I would go, yep, that's you. That is a fact that that is, you have proof that this lie detector test works. It just, I was going to say, Oh, this is an old man take, but it just kills me that it's like, you get one big hit a month and now oh, everybody's got to talk about I it. Know, it's just like that sick league hockey is, Hey, maybe yeah. mix in a few more of those. Hey, remember hitting, remember when that was like actually a thing that happened because the, you know, I really <laughs> did have this, bro. I really did have this thought before this game started, which are not before this game started, but in the second period or whatever, when it was kind of that lull and it was just sort of the Rangers having the kind of half pressure and the Leafs just dumping it out. And I'm like, God, hockey just without the hitting and some of the fighting, it just lends itself to some of these games where I went, boy, imagine being a Rangers fan and you got, you got jumped on early on in this game. And now, you know, you're not going to get any action for the rest of it unless, yeah, you get lucky with a penalty and a power play goal at the end of the period that kind of put a game back in. But yeah, like, thank God for this hit because we all love this stuff. Like who watches that and doesn't love this? Like that is, I appreciate them so much more. So thank you, McCabe, for a moment. Thank you for a clean hit that makes us do the, oh my God. But I just miss more hitting. I Not really it. do. And I hate that it's gotten to the point where anytime there's w- the once a month big hit that guys feel like they have to fight because they're so in shock that anybody actually hit somebody. That's exactly right. It's such a flashpoint moment now in a game because there's so little physicality. And then somebody lays an awesome open ice or along the boards hit. And they're like, oh, my God, I got to yeah. do something about that. So, yeah. You know, there's there's a line. I'd be upset if I don't because yeah. they, I it's still only t- it's the one th- once a month hit. But uh, yeah, kudos to uh, McCabe. And you know, right, you're right. He doesn't always connect on him. But if there's one thing I want on my defense core, if I'm a general manager for a hockey team, I want mm-hmm. the one squirrely dude that's just looking to inflict pain. Like I want the one low center of gravity defenseman that may make a mistake trying to run someone over. Like that is something to me that is very integral to a hockey team. And I would like McCabe to connect a little bit more on that. But that one tonight was like, oh yeah, give me a couple more of those in the next few games. He got somebody in the, in the last game too. He's been really jumping up looking for it. So good on him. Uh, Best hit of the year by far for the least. Buddy, there's a reason why Dion Phaneuf was one of the most popular players ever coming out of junior. 
And it's because he lit dudes up. Yeah, <laughs> like I would was... I would absolutely put his top 10 hits up against anybody who's ever played. The Unfinished top deal. 10, his mixtape of top 10 hits yeah. are as good as it gets, no question. So I yeah, don't want to turn this into 2013 where I'm defending Dion Phaneuf and losing hair over it and saying yeah. how he's miscast. I was say, so let's move yeah. on. <laughs> Buddy, you're gushing about Jake McCabe again, <laughs> vintage you. And oh, it was now Evangelista you're... on it was Evangelista on Saturday that he absolutely spanked. Got yeah. him along this in the similar spot of the ice, too. And then somebody mm-hmm. jumped him again. Sherwood jumped him again. So this is two straight games of the fight for McCabe because of clean hits. I will say I really do love McCabe's demeanor. Like right after yeah. two when Savannah Jad came over there, he's like, Are you serious? You really want to do this? And he's ready. And he's just he's got a you know what he's got? Elite snarl. He's got a mean, he's got a mean face. Looks That's like a big, mean, mean. yeah, big time snarl that he can put on. And when yeah. he gets that, like, and I got a bird nose too. Like I know that he's got like <laughs> bird snarl face. Yeah. Like he can get, he can get you with the whole like evil bird face that he's got going on. It's, it's a good one. It's a top tier snarl. I would say uh, that he's got the number one snarl on the team without any yeah. shadow of a doubt. Like he's the king of the snarl for this team. Yeah. Uh, Martin Jones. Yeah, uh, looked like a goaltender to me. He goalied right, hard. He, he, he goalied hard. Uh, liked. I thought he made a lot of really good saves uh, pretty early in this game. There was a or no, no, maybe early in the second period because they only had yeah. three in the first. Early in the second period, I thought he really kind of settled them down. I know he ended up giving up two. I don't really think he had any chance on either of the the two in the in the second period. But I thought he was completely fine. A good, capable backup goalie start that gets him the win. Your thoughts? Okay. Um, sure. Except for let's watch this highlight pack of all saves that were made in the second period. Like the Leafs, uh, I don't know, fairly, unfairly, however the hell you want to say it, they went to complete sleep in the second period. And the only guy that was playing for them was their goalie in Martin Jones. Mm-hmm. And here's here's my thought on the guy and what I really think he deserves credit for tonight. This isn't a universal take, but I do think that this is what this is what's nice about having the good veteran with a real resume step in for you as your number three goaltender or as your backup goaltender is that he's not going to give up a goal with a 4-1 lead and then feel like the world is caving around him, right? If that's somebody else and the Leafs come out and they get out to that lead and then they start to chip it away. You think that that goalie is going to f- start to feel pressure if they're a young guy that's on an AHL mm-hmm. contract because they haven't been there before. They haven't been in that spot, and especially not professionally. Martin Jones seen it all. He doesn't care that it's 4-2. doesn't care that it's 4-3. He's yeah. just going to play the same game no matter what. He was steady all night. I really liked him, man. I just thought he was. he brought some calmness to the net. No bad goals against. He's big. And, yeah, he, he battled through a ton of traffic in this game. Like, I kind of think that you're underselling him a bit, but that's just kind of classic you with goaltenders. So uh, he was, what he was, I expect. He, buddy, and you are absolutely just so fired up about him, which is you. Like, that's the first are, start of the game, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, it's, it's good. He was good. He made some good saves. He made some good saves. Yeah. So, like, to your point, this is his uh, 431st uh, career start. Yeah, that's a top 100 all time. Yeah, like he's played a lot of hockey games. So yep. yeah, veteran. I think I, I'm sure Sheldon Keep was thrilled to have a guy like that as their third stringer. Like he's not going to light the world on fire, but he's going to come that's into it. that room. He's been around enough rooms. He knows how to be like a goalie and like a, a normal guy in the team. 
just come in, don't ruffle feathers, give him a professional start, and he did it tonight. I give him full credit. It was a great yep. start for him, and I'm 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 happy for him. So what well, like you know, then so now since they've lost wall on they lost wall against Ottawa in those mm-hmm. three games that they have had these two goalies have gotten five out of six points. So you're just bet you're Big. banking you're banking points until you can get wall Big back. Time. And it's and it's a good start to that uh to that stretch. So there you go. Dude, you just you can't have them be a nightmare. And so far that you just you haven't had that. Like I said yesterday, I don't think that we've seen Samsonov tested much, but no. I do think that like tonight was a pretty accurate description of what you're gonna get with Martin Jones. Is like if you need him to win you a game, you're screwed. Okay. Yeah. Like he's just he's not gonna win you very many games. But if you need a goalie to protect the lead and stay calm in the net when you give one up and that lead get that game gets a little tighter, yep. I think you're gonna be in a good spot with him. Yep. Uh what else do we have here today? I don't really uh, think I have much else. Uh we saw tonight. What did Gregor end up playing tonight? Um, what, yo, you just want to talk about Gregor up the lineup? Because I was gonna say I actually felt like there was like a little bit less of an impact from him. He played 1740. He played a lot. Yeah. Didn't and and I would say that this is the exact reason that he plays in the fourth line. Because yeah. I actually thought he was worse the higher up the lineup. I think he ended up with an assist tonight. Um he did. But he But if just, you're playing in the top six, everybody got points tonight. And I he just wasn't passing. He's playing with Austin Matthews and he didn't pass to him. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't have to run it into the corner and smoke somebody. Like you can play with Austin Matthews, like put the puck on his stick, go to the front of the net, man. Like you don't have to carry the puck. So yeah. this to me was like the perfect chance to be like, okay, I saw it. I went the beak with him in the top six to see what it looks like. I'm good with him with nine a night playing way harder. Like I think his, yeah. the, the sort of edge to his game went away a little bit with him playing up in the lineup and he thought he had to change his, change his role a bit, but yeah, gets an assist, but I think we're okay with just the, the solid uh, nine to 10 a night for Gregor. I got what I wanted. I asked for him to be in the top six once in a while. And I didn't love it. If I'm being honest. I think you can find more than nine, to 10. I think that he should be a 12 to okay. 13 yeah. guy for this team, especially mm-hmm. given what else they have and just some of the situational play that he should be in. I do like it when they go with the uh, Gregor camp yarn crock. Look, I actually, mm-hmm. I really yeah, like too. that line when they, when they give it a shot. Uh, you're right though. It's just, I, I think that, you have to be used to be playing with good players. And yeah, yeah I, I think that it would probably take him some time to get settled with a guy like Matthews, but tonight it didn't. It, you're, I think that that assessment is right, that it was a little uncomfortable. I noticed him less. Uh, and yeah, uh, I don't think that he's a top line player that was masquerading as a 775K guy. Like, let's just put it that way. And the last thing I'll mention, last thing for me, is I thought Bertuzzi had a lot of jump tonight. Thought it was his best Same. game in a few. Glad you brought and it up. I, I don't think he got it. I don't. Did he end up with any points tonight? I'm um, just quickly looking at him. I don't think he did. No, he didn't end up with a point. He was plus three. I thought that's pretty hard luck for him to end up with nothing on the score sheet. I say, he, was, he was around it a lot. But he was surprised. awesome tonight. Like he just yeah. active stick in the right areas, supporting the guys he was playing with well. Just, you know, he's hard on sticks. Like he really comes down hard on top of guys sticks and just like really grinds people. And when he's at his best going to the front of the net, I just, I really liked his game tonight. I thought he deserved maybe a goal or two. Like he got robbed by Truba. Truba made an unbelievable. Say, how did he not get a point on the yarn crock goal? He doesn't. Uh, he created the entire play. He shovels it to the net right here. The Tavares grabs yeah. it, fires it on net yarn crock. 
All right. I, I don't know. I guess, yeah, the Rangers player gets a touch on that. That's yeah, why. They, they, but yeah, they did not he, get credited with a point tonight at yeah. this point. Maybe maybe they change it, but I could, yeah. Anyway. No, 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 they don't because there's a Rangers player that pokes it and it gets back to Tavares' stick, bounces, then it's him. But yeah, I just, I remember that play being like all Bertuzzi. So and, I thought and good, for sure he would have got a secondary assist. And good on Tavares. Thought he looked a little looser tonight. Thought he looked a little, Same. like a little, like a bit of a weight was off his shoulders, played more like himself, played a little freer. Looked like he would have enjoyed himself last night and kind of just was like, that's over. Thank God. Now let's go on. So that's it for me, yeah. bud. Probably had two whole Miller lights. I'll have a Miller light. And then when I get home, I'll have a kale smoothie. Yeah. My yeah. favorite. The tremendous water. Like, <laughs> it's a it tremendous was so water. crazy. It was so crazy. <laughs> what we, a wild start to my life. So we, we, I've been doing a Tavares impression on Kipper and Born recently. Like they'd be like, yeah. we'll throw to a it's clip. It's pretty much a bad talk, but yeah. yeah. It's, yeah like, we'll yeah. throw to a clip. And I got a text on the text line today. And like, that's not very respectful to the Toronto Maple Leafs Ooh. captain. I was like, oh boy. Uh-oh. You better, trouble. <laughs> you better not do it, bad boy. You're already getting enough strikes. You're already, people are already mad enough at you for saying David Ayers is a top five. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Listen, yeah, like, it's my again, list. Sure. That's but the whole point. Yeah, it can be your list. I've been, you and I have been through just about every single major sports memory together. Like, I've mm. I've been to Raptors downtown parties with you. Mm. I've been to Leafs, you know, big mostly. I've been at Jays playoff games with you. I've seen it all. I've never seen you as distraught as when they lost in 2015. I basically had to drag you to the park in 2016 for the final game because you were so depressed that you didn't even want to go watch it when they fell down in the series. And I know that I think your text to me when Shohei signed was we're finished. We're ruined. <laughs> so, actually. We're ruined. Yeah. Buddy, I was, then, you, were, you weren't at the David Ayers game. Yeah, but I, I, was, I was in around the, you. I was in the building for it. That's yeah, as that's, that's as disgusted and heartbroken as I've ever been yeah. at a sporting no. event. Yeah, you got over it immediately after. No, I didn't, buddy. What are you talking about? It's been one of my like yeah. it's been one of my pillar takes forever how much that game killed me. It's yeah, it my sucked. list. Oh, horrible... oh, Shohei didn't sign here. Yeah, he's, he yeah. took a he was two bucks a year for a million years. He was definitely gonna sign in Toronto. He's never yeah. gonna, like it's like once that contract it's came right. out, I was like, okay, we were dumb to ever believe. It's six. It's six. Yeah. It's six yeah. behind airs. Ayers has had uh, more of an effect on my life than hey, Shohei ever will. That's it. Stick to your guns, baby. I stick am. to your guns. I, I believe and use it. those fingers, the rest of you right now, <laughs> to subscribe to that podcast and hit that thumbs up button. You squids. Absolutely <laughs> do it. Again, tens of thousands watch, hundreds hit the thumbs up. Do the damn thing. And yeah, sorry to everybody that was listening on the podcast today because I feel like there was a lot of reacting to the videos more so than in general. So maybe go to the YouTube page. Yeah, and you put that McCabe hit in front of me, like on a screen. I'm not going to be able to yeah. react every single time. So, for all the yeah. grunts when we're talking about the McCabe hit on the podcast, that's just me yeah. reacting to the hit every single time. So, yeah, there you grunt, go. Mate. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, for JD Bunkus and Sam McKee, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JD Bunkus at Sammy McKee, and we will see you on Thursday night. Blue Jackets. Again, Blue Jackets. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. We'll be there. <laughs>